Now, some of you know Brie, some of you have maybe interacted with Brie. Brie is like the greatest thing that ever happened to Faithful Waterpacks. I'm just saying. She does all the behind the scenes things. She does so much of our social media. She has a huge heart for Jesus. She loves to write. She's got the technology to help us. So, just about everything you'd ever want in a Faithful Workouts helper. So, that's Brie. And this guy right here. Some of you probably recognize him, the Fresh Table star. It's hard for him to walk down the streets. Everybody knows him now. So famous. But not only is he the, my co-host on the Fresh Table, he is also marrying my daughter, Denica, on September 2nd. As in, like, how many days? So close, like 10. Like 10 days. Okay. So we got some big things going on around our house. It's going to be quite the festivities. But anyway, these two are... So informed when it comes to healthy living. Um, they both live it and they studied some things and they each have their kind of unique specialties. But what we thought we would do today is we would just kind of talk about what's worked in our lives and um, maybe some of this will help you. And then I'll also share some of the things that I've heard from others over all these years, some great little pointers. So I just thought I'd start, you know, uh, maybe brief. How about three things? What would you say would be three things that you would suggest somebody does if they want to start moving towards a healthier lifestyle? And guys, also, just so you know, real quick, I've got my computer here. I'll put my glasses on. You have questions, comments, you need us to talk about something, you need us to clarify, just go ahead and send it in. Okay, so yeah. go ahead. So I would say if you're just starting or even if you're restarting after a period of life, kids and not working out or being injured, I would say the first thing is to find exercises that you actually like doing. Because if you try and start out and do all these videos and exercise moves that are making you really miserable and you really dread doing them, then it's going to be really hard to sustain that. So try and find videos and activities that get you up and moving that you actually really enjoy Yeah. Um, so don't feel like you just have to do a certain video or a certain style of HIIT workout, you know, every single time. You can do a hike, you can go on a bike ride, you can grab some friends and do some of Michelle's awesome workouts. Um, yeah, so just don't put so much pressure on yourself in the beginning to do the things that you're, like, dreading doing. Um, and then I would say eating, um, obviously... Being healthy, a huge part of it is your nutrition, you know, what you're putting in your body. And so, um, start to make, like, small changes. Um, Michelle has tons of great recipes and tons of great pointers for how to eat healthy, lots of great videos from the fresh table. But I think the, the thing that's hard when you're just beginning is that maybe you try and, like, throw everything out and bring in, like, a whole new plan. And that's really, really hard. And you're kind of setting yourself up for for disaster, you know, nine out of 10 times. So try and just pick a few things, like I'm gonna drink more water and I'm not gonna have, you know, a bunch of like processed sugary desserts. And you do that for a week. And then the next week maybe it's, okay, I'm gonna cook five meals out of the week at home or whatever, you know, just like making small changes and realizing that like you're really setting yourself up for success even if you're not seeing like the results like that you want. And the last thing I would say is don't stop just because you miss a day or you mess up. I know that even in my own past, you know, you can be really hard on yourself if you, like, go to a friend's house or having a 
a get together and everybody's just eating chips and you're like, oh man, I like ate four cookies last night. Now I feel really bad. Don't like just throw in the towel just because you have one bad night or just because you don't exercise for two days or something like that or three days, you know. You can always start back up and you just have to, it's like switching the mentality. Don't buy into the lies that, oh, this means you can't do this. This means that you failed before, so this means you're just going to fail again. So I would say just throw the lies out and just realize that, you know, every day is a new start and you don't have to be super hurt. That's just for other people. Yeah. Um, Alright, Avery, what have you got for us? What are some of the things that you would recommend people incorporate into their world? What's worked specifically for you? Yeah, so looking at pictures of myself, I know things come up on Facebook and things like that. You like look and you're like Oh my gosh. <laughs> that, yeah, that's not really what I thought I looked like, but I guess I did. So I've kind of put a lot of these into practice. So I, don't, I wouldn't tell them to you if I didn't mean it. So the first thing for me, and I think in a good rule in general, is begin, just like Bree said, to slowly cut out the soft drinks, the fast food, a lot of those really negative habits. Uh, and that's what got me. It was every once in a while, every once or twice a week, three or four times a week for some different things that I would eat or drink. Uh, it was sodas, it was fast food, the things that I just thought, oh, you know, I'm not eating it every day, so it doesn't really make that big a difference. Those are the things that just don't really offer anything to us. So slowly begin to cut them out. Now, if you want like some sort of pick-me-up in the afternoon and usually reach for some sort of diet soda, doesn't mean you can't just have nothing. It just means reach for a healthier option and begin to explore what those options look like. Uh, what would be a healthy option if you are someone who is a soda drinker? What would you recommend they reach for instead of that soda? I took to tea. I drink a lot of tea. And I still drink a lot of tea. I'm talking like green teas, Earl Grey teas, things like that. Um, as you slowly begin to cut back on that sugar or um, really just begin to eliminate those things, you'll notice that you don't really have a taste for them. Now, I... I wouldn't even drink a soda just because it's so sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't like it as much. So, um, seltzer water is good at that. Uh, that's all kind of like flavored, like LaCroix and Offrey and names and things like that. Uh, go into it not expecting soda, but something totally different, and you won't be disappointed because sometimes that pick up a glass and you're like expecting it to be milk and it's something else, and you go, oh! you know, you're kind of taking it back at first, but begin to experiment with some of those different things and just try it. I mean, look on the label, and if it's got just gobs and gobs of sugar. I'm talking over 15 or 20 grams for the can or the bottle. That's too much. Uh, so you really need to find a different alternative for that. Uh, and again, it's about those kind of slow changes. But eliminating those really nasty things, like the really processed foods or sodas or things like that, is where I would start, number one. That's an easy thing that you can begin to identify. The second thing is to um, begin to change your mentality around food. So a lot of times we think food is the enemy and I've got to diet and I've got to eat as little food as possible to lose weight or to be healthy. That's just not true. If I look at a piece of bread or a fresh baked loaf of bread and I only view it as calories, it's just dangerous. Uh, that's not a good mentality to be in. So if you find yourself doing that, check yourself. Uh, think, oh my gosh, I'm only looking at food as not nourishment, not as fuel for my body, not as something good and healthy but as the enemy. Um, 
that's a very negative mentality to be in. And that's where I was at. I thought, okay, if I want to lose weight, I just need to eat less food. That's pretty much it, right? I just need to look what I'm eating and have like half of that or half of that. Well, it's kind of partially true. Uh, it's not really the total truth. So if I look at food as the enemy, and you can check yourself because if you look at a delicious meal or something that you made yourself and look at it as strictly calories or negative or the enemy, you need to begin to ask your friends, um, tune in more to faithful workouts because Michelle talks about this a lot, or look, read a book about healthy ways to um, view food and other ways. There's tons of resources out there. But if you find yourself going, oh my gosh, I'm looking at food as the enemy and I don't view it as a good thing for nourishing my body, that's, that's a good mentality uh, to change. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say that's a good mentality. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a good mentality. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't have that. Because, again, if you make something fresh and it's delicious and doesn't have those preservatives, um, I can't. I can look at that as this beautiful thing, not as some evil thing that's going to, you know, add five pounds because I looked at it wrong. You know, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the third thing is, you've got to make better goals. I had terrible goals. I would say, I'm going to go to the gym more. What does that even mean? I, I, and, and I could say, I could go to the gym one time more and fulfill that goal, or I could say, man, I'm going to eat less of whatever, and then. I kind of did it, and I kind of didn't, and so I felt good, but I also felt a little guilty. And it was that guilty mentality, uh, the sense that, you know, I'm not doing what I should be, that was like constantly weighing on me on my back. So, make SMART goals. Use the acronym SMART. Um, Google that, it's worth your time if you've never heard that before. Um, specific, specific, measurable, measurable attainable. Attainable. Um, realistic, realistic, and time, time. and time bounds. Yeah. What kind of guessing on those? Okay, like, what yeah, it's like, yeah, but it, like you're saying, not just saying I'm gonna um, exercise more or whatever. It's you have to be more specific. Yeah. How many times for how long? Right. And if you don't believe me because you don't know me, and that's totally fine. Look at the research and the science behind this. A lot of times they'll give. I wouldn't believe. Three groups of people. They'll give three groups of people. They'll tell one group, hey, uh, we're going to come back in six months, and the goal of this experiment is to see how much weight you lose. They don't tell any other instructions. And the next group, they'll say, all right, guys, uh, as a part of the study, you need to exercise more than you do now, uh, and you need to eat better. Uh, Come back in six months, and we'll see if you did it. And with the third group, they'll say, hey, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at 9 a.m., you have to exercise for an hour, and that's your goal, uh, and, and we'll come back in six months. Without fail, that third group who had a specific, I exercise at this time, and now you can be flexible with that, and you can say five times a week, uh, but if you wake up every morning and have and get into a routine of saying, these days, I work out at this time for this long, uh, you'll find that you'll have a much better results than you would be if you just go, hmm. I should lose weight, or man, I should really be healthier. That's not really enough. It's a great place to start. Don't stop there, but it's not a means to an end. You've got to keep going with that, and that is uh, where you really want to be. Hey, Remy. <laughs> um, good. Yeah. good, 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 good. One other time you mentioned to me something that really helped you was to get around people who were living a healthier lifestyle. Talk a little bit. Do you remember that? Yeah, so when I came to this Fat 4 household, oh my gosh, it's a lot easier to eat healthy because it's just a part of their habits and routines. It's just something you do. Um, 
And when you find that you're in a community of people who are trying to do the same thing, this is true with any, ch- any kind of change that you're wanting to make, whether it is with health or uh, whatever negative habit. When you're in a group, when you have accountability, when you have someone to bounce ideas and thoughts off of, it's just better. Life's just easier, uh, and you'll find that you're more successful. So, um, and also, when, I, when I'm with other people, I find that I want to cook more with them. I don't want to... It's not as fun if you just go out and buy something and bring it home as it is to all make something together. Yeah. So there's, And that's true whether you are cooking just for yourself or you're cooking for lots of other people. Uh, here's another little extra tip. The extras, the cookies, the other things like that, a great place to start is if you really just can't live without them, make them yourself. Um, that's a great place to start. Is if you want that chocolate cake, you want that chocolate pie, whatever it is, start by not buying it at the store, but by making it yourself. And you'll find um, that over time, um, that will be a lot healthier. Obviously, you can't have half a chocolate cake every night. That's not how it works. Just because you made it yourself. But there's something about making it yourself that makes you savor it a little more um, and makes you want to share it with other people. You can also, um, guys, don't be afraid to go off course when it comes to a recipe. I mean, we if there's something, it's a dessert we're making and there's sugar, we often put a fraction of the sugar in or do something like dates in place of it. And then also, if you know you're going to be tempted to eat it if you make a whole thing, take that recipe, cut it in a quarter, yeah. and make just a small amount. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah, give it away to your neighbors or whatever that is, but um, yeah, that's another little extra tip. And so when I, when I find that I'm surrounded by people who are trying to eat healthier, um, it's a whole lot easier than just trying to plow ahead on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, Bree doesn't know that I'm going to ask for this, so we'll see if she has an answer for it. But um, Bree studied neuroscience. Yeah, you know, I thought about doing that as like a little minor or something, but nah, too easy for me. But yeah, she is like, I guess you'd call her a neuroscientist. So there's so much connection between making changes in our lives. So change is tough. And there's also some things that really can mentally hold us back. Mm-hmm. What are some things that if someone is really stuck and is having a big struggle to make a change, kind of from a thinking point of view? Mm-hmm. Are is, are there anything that comes to mind? I know you didn't ask me about this, but I just thought I'd see. I think um, there are a lot of things that patterns of thinking we have that kind of set us up for failure. So that's maybe an easier way to look at it. But for most people, this might not be you, but for most people, if you completely put an item like as off limits, like I can't have it. And if you do this to your kids, you see this a lot too, but all of a sudden that item becomes like 500 times more rewarding than it ever was before. Because all of a sudden it's like, oh, I can't have it, but I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it, you know? And so I think one of the awesome things that Michelle always talks about is not forbidding and like demonizing these foods. Yeah, sugar isn't great for you and we want to cut it out as much as possible, but we can still make like fruit cobbler desserts, we still have burgers, we can still have pizza and sushi and all these really yummy things. And so I think in terms of if you're trying to make a change, don't, for most people, again, but don't put something like, never ever can I have it. Because then when you do have it, you're going to have like 15 brownies, you know, mm-hmm. instead of like a bite of something chocolate. This just happened to one of my roommates and she just felt really guilty about it. Um, so that is one thing. Another thing is... 
we kind of get in this like mentality of I want to make a change, but there's something kind of, we keep pushing up against something. There's like a wall and it's like, maybe I can go a week and I can keep exercising, but then something comes up and I have to stop. Or maybe I can, you know, keep with this diet that I'm on for two weeks, but then something else comes up and it kind of like falls away. And it's like people try all these new things that they all keep falling away. And I think a big part of that mentality is people are very locked. We can, like not just people like me, everybody can get locked into like guilt and shame. And we basically self-sabotage ourselves because we think this is the, the only right way to go is this diet. And all of a sudden I fall off and now I'm locked in guilt and shame. And why would I want to put myself back in this place where I'm just going to feel guilty and set myself up for failure again? And so I think it's about trying to change your mentalities more of, well, this is the only way to go. This is the only right thing. And if I fall off, that's just it. It's kind of like what I said before. Yeah. But just trying to think about, like, every day is a new day, and every step is, like, a small step. Even in your faith, you know? Yeah, you might fall down ten times, but you just, like, keep, you get up, and you keep, you just keep going. And like Avery said, this is so much easier to do if you have people who can help you and who are also on the same process, which is why the Facebook group is so great, because you can kind of talk to people who are on the same journey as you. Um, but yeah, just like when you feel the guilt creeping in of like, oh man, I, I did something off, I haven't exercised in a week or something like that, having someone to talk to about it and to say, this is where I'm at, and then having someone say, you know what, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just keep going. Yeah, you know? tomorrow's new day. Yeah, so I think it's more about, yeah, changing the parameters of like, such strict parameters that this is the only way, you know, it's all or nothing, yeah. Um, another thing that can really help make change is to have someone to hold you accountable, like directly in contact with you, who will maybe commit to like texting you once a week or calling you. And this can be a really weird thing. Be like, hey, Avery, would you hold me accountable to my health goals? And he's like, what? But it can even be your kids, or maybe you hang something on the fridge and you say, um, when I do this, I'm going to put like a sticker up here, and when we get like five stickers, we are going to, I don't know, do something fun as a family, if you have a family, or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, just putting your goals out there, like goals are great, but if no one else knows about them, mm-hmm. it's you're, you're less likely to follow through. But if somebody else knows, like, oh, they said they were going to do this five times, I wonder how that's going, all of a sudden you're automatically more motivated. And then once something starts to become a routine with all of these things, then it's just the change doesn't change anymore. It's just maintaining, which is a lot easier than mm-hmm. like starting. So yeah, yeah. great things. So, no, that's absolutely because the one she's saying, you know, put your goals out there. Ask someone to help you to support those goals. Then also, so often we have this fear of failure. Because we failed in the past, we won't even try again. And it's so important that, that you don't look at moving towards better health as a, a pass or fail. It's just making strides. Like, all we're looking for, guys, is like, say, six months from now, you're in a healthier place than you are now. We're not looking for a perfect, you know, journey all the way. And then just don't let that shame and guilt stop you. Yeah. I think because those are that just things. makes you more stressed which actually increases stress hormones, which actually makes you retain more body fat. Okay, is that a good reason to not be stressed? Yeah. Just not trusted instead, right? Uh-huh. Um, we just had a question um, put out from Ruth, and I think it's a perfect one for Avery. It says, 
any advice for easy to pack and grab snacks for during the day? I work 12 and a half hours a day as a nurse and don't always get a chance oh, yeah. to eat lunch or dinner. I end up stressed out and hungry at the end of my shift, shift and tend to grab convenient, not so healthy food. So, all right, and Avery is like, this guy can make a meal on anything. He goes in the fridge and starts to go ahead. But, all right, pack and go, easy, plan ahead. What can she bring? What can Ruth bring with her to work? Or someone who else who has a long day and they don't want to eat unhealthy food? All right. So, first place, go to thefirsttable.org, thefirsttable.org, and we have a whole show about snacks, which will make life easier because you can use, or even just look up the recipes of five or six, seven snacks um, that you'll like. The biggest thing is find things um, that you already enjoy while at the same time kind of maintaining this balance of trying something new. So the nitty-gritty, what I would do is my favorite are these little power bites. It's like oats and peanut butter and um, dates. And I like them because I can put really just about anything in there. Mm-hmm. I made them with coconut flakes and raisins and craisins and <laughs> chocolate chips sometimes and things like that. Just make them in, in banana, uh, you mash all that up, form it into a little ball and bake it in the oven until it stays together and you can have those all day, every day and it is so much good stuff all in one little bite. So little bites like that are really gonna help you if you have a really long day because it's not just like, oh, a banana, but there's like so much packed into one little bite thing like that. So that would be my first go-to. Is that, that recipe is at thefreshtable.org. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the thing that's great about it too is you don't have to sit down and have a meal. If you're just in passing, and I am one who finds eating often really helps me a lot rather than sitting yeah. down. So what else other than power bites? What would you, if you're going off to a job, what would you prepare in advance to bring with you? Uh, power bites are good. Uh, before I get into some more recipes, there's so many resources, there's so many YouTube videos and, and everything out there. The biggest thing is just going to be planning ahead so that I know that it's the beginning of the week. I can make all my snacks in one day and just have them for the rest of the week. So it doesn't have to be as every night I get home after 12 hours or 15 hours or however long anybody works and now you're so tired, oh, I have to make a snack for the next day. That kind of, you, you know what, forget it, I'll just get something from the vending machine. We've all had that conversation, but if you'll take a day off or on Sunday or whatever that is and uh, make them ahead of time for the week, so much easier. So, um, things like salads in a jar, you know, we yeah. have that as part of our recipes. You can make them in advance. So, these like take a mason jar, put the hearty ingredients on the bottom, the dressing, it can all be in this jar. You get to work, flip it over, shake it out. Is it, that's a, a really good one. Hard boiled eggs, things that have protein like that, nice and filling. Right. You can um, make your own trail mix, yeah, with like just nuts and like dry fruit that doesn't have added sugar in it, like coconut flakes, and just like, I don't know, yummy stuff. Yeah. Another thing is if you had like dinner from the night before or whatever, if you have access to a refrigerator, um, like an office space kind of place, uh, put it in the refrigerator, pop it in the microwave, take five seconds to sit, breathe, relax, eat, um, and that'll just make life a lot easier. So it depends on really what you like. Again, if you really hate oats, you know, don't bring oatmeal. You know, that's kind of, to me, just a good place to start. But um, start with some fresh fruit, start with some trail mixes, start with some power bites, things like that. Things that have a lot of energy packed in one thing. And again, make it yourself because you can buy like a protein bar or something like that. It's going to have a lot of ingredients in one, but it usually has a lot of sugar. Uh, so be careful of that if you're going to buy something ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, when Avery's talking about using food leftover from dinner, 
if I was going to talk about something that, you know, my healthy tips, my top tips, that would be one of them is that when I cook, I make extra. So this morning I had some leftover brown rice, organic brown rice, some steamed vegetables. I put it into a pan this morning and I dropped an egg on it so I could, you know, have a healthy meal that fast. But when you're cooking dinner, make extra for your lunch, Ruth. Bring it with you. Or, you know, bring the, if you have some chicken left over, slice it up, put it on top of some lettuce with, like, some red pepper strips that you've already cut up. Good to go for a salad. Mm -hmm. So it's stuff like that that um, you can just reuse that food over and over, which is great. Another, um, I just had another question sent in, and this one is from Donna, and she says, I crave salty snacks. What would you recommend? Well, it's funny, um, Donna, I just made a salty snack that we were snacking on. And what I have is a popcorn maker. And I put in olive oil. You can use coconut oil. So a good quality oil. And then I buy always an organic popcorn kernels. Because so much of popcorn is actually GMO, which I try to avoid. And so making up some fresh popcorn. I love white popcorn. Um, organic white. That's what we were eating. Yeah. Wasn't it good? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have, it's, it really satisfies that kind of saltiness that you're looking for. So that would be one thing. Um, nuts with a little bit of salt. You can buy a raw almond, cook it up in a little bit of olive oil, put some fresh rosemary in there, and then a little bit of salt too. And you can um, kind of change the flavor of these, the, the nuts, just by doing that. Um, and again, start small. So you may think, I don't know any snack recipes. That's totally fine. Find one this week, make that. Next week, find another one. And so for a month, maybe say, each week of this month, I'm going to make a new snack. And before you know it, you have this whole repertoire of recipes at your disposal. Um, but again, it's about small wins. So say, this week I'm going to try a new snack at work. I'm going to do it. I'm going to the grocery store. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to look up a recipe that I'm going to love. I'm just going to go for it. And then next week, do the same thing. Five, six, seven weeks later, you have a lot of snacks. And you know, on the, um, the Faith and Fitness calendar, if you're part of our membership, our online membership, the Faith and Fitness calendar now, it will give you snack options. And I have about eight things listed there that are so fast and so simple. So if you're part of the program, look at your menu plan and, on the calendar and you'll see those snack options are down there. So it's a good one. Um, just a couple other things I throw out at you, you know, just things that I've learned over the years. One of them is there's, you know, many, many studies that show that you will actually stay more consistent with a program if it is um, emailed to you rather than you having to go search out this information. So, yes, there's a lot of free resources out there, but the reason we send you the weekly email or, you know, these Facebook posts is to keep it coming in front of you because you're more apt to engage in a program when it is pushed out to you rather than you having to go find it. I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. Mm -hmm. The other thing, I'll just do one more because I don't want to take up too much time here, is um, I, when it, I think most people struggle with eating. I think that's probably the biggest challenge people have, what's healthy, what's not. One of the things that I am big on is if I have healthy food in my home, if I go to a you know, farmer's market, I bring home a bunch of vegetables, and I right away prepare them. I cut up the, the cucumbers and the peppers, and I wash the lettuce, and I, I wash the grapes, and I have it all ready to go, I'm much more likely to eat that stuff because one, it's ready and fast and easy, and two, I don't want to waste it. I'm as frugal as you get, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're all pretty frugal here, but I don't want to waste anything. So if I buy it, and then my last thing, guys, I'd say is actually schedule your workouts. I can't stress that enough. Put it in your phone, make it that an alarm goes off, whatever it takes, schedule it. Because if you just kind of look at your day and go, when I have an opening, I'll go ahead and work out, you're not going to do it. I work out 
in the morning. I'm, too, I'm lucky I teach classes, so it's too breezy for me to get in there and get going, because I have to. I'm the teacher. But it's every day. It's 7.30 in the morning, and then 8.30 on Saturdays, I'm down there. I take Sundays off and usually go for a walk, but that's what works for me. So anything else you guys would think of saying before we call it a day here? I'll just see. Oh, good. Someone just said that they made the salad in a jar and that it works great. So definitely give that a try. It is a good one. All right. Anything else? I have one more thing. Good, Brie, go. This just, um, my roommates and I are talking about this actually, but there's, we always think about like the Old Testament and the New Testament and how in the Old Testament they were under like really strict law, you know, mm -hmm. but now we're more under the blood of Christ and like a more of a law of like freedom where it's like the whole law can be summed up in this, love God, you know, and love people basically, essentially. Mm -hmm. And so I just think it's really interesting that when it comes to our diets, we're always trying to put ourselves back under law and, like, really strict regulations about, like, oh, we have to do this, we have to do this. And it's so interesting because people read the Bible and think, oh, there's all these rules, but in reality, we as humans are always trying to put ourselves back under, like, all of these rules. Yeah. That's, like, what we want to gravitate to. That's, like, what we feel safe and comfortable under. So maybe if you are a person who has, like, a really strict diet or... You're like, I can never eat this, I can never eat this, I have to have this many calories. Maybe try and, like, getting, you know, just relaxing on it a little bit. Absolutely. Um, and trying to get out of that, like, law mentality and realize there's just so much more freedom. And I feel like you'll actually eat better because you'll have less shame and less guilt when you do mess up. Mm -hmm. And... And you won't pay out. Like, it's not like, like you said, like, you're not saying it's off limits because then when you do go to it, you just pick out on it. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm telling you guys, I eat... Bread, I eat burgers, I eat fries. Um, you know, I eat a lot of food that people would be like, can you believe she eats that? You know what? But I don't overdo it because I know I can. It's not this like, this forbidden, forbidden food. Yeah, over yeah. there. It's like, I can eat it. And so I'm, I'm happy to have it sometimes and a lot of times not too, you know, huge quantities of it. But, um, you know, just enjoy food, right? Like you were saying, Avery. So, and just use moderation. All right, anything else? All right, I hope some of that helps. Bye-bye. <laughs>